Good afternoon. Today I'm talking to Pauline Morgan. Hi, Pauline. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, Donna. I'm originally from Northern Ireland and I lived in England for oh, quite a few years. And I've recently returned just six years ago, next month, back to Northern Ireland uh, to a small village. And I'm married. I've got one son, two stepchildren, and two great, sorry, great grandchildren yet, but I've got two grand, uh, step grandkids as well, and a husband, and a house full of animals. And I write women's fiction. And, um, so I've been doing that for, well, I've been writing for approximately over 20 odd years, but it's only in the last year and a half that my writing has really progressed forward and through joining like um, online writing groups and connecting with um, like-minded people with writing associations and uh, my recent writing group was where I really stepped up my my game of writing and hence the um the book that's coming out on Friday which is the Valley Noon Friendship Circle and I've got a little uh can you see that okay yeah the little photo frame cover of what the book will look like and um, it's been great fun in writing it, putting it together. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed it, you know, and I hope people will enjoy reading it, you know. So it'll be really good, yeah. Um, and do you just want to give us a brief outline of what it's about? Yeah, it's basically about uh, a girl, well, a woman who's decided to relocate back to Northern Ireland. She's a widow. She's in her early 50s. She's a retired teacher. And her husband recently, about a year into the storyline, had passed away. So there was a lot going on around her. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but I'll give a, a little brief. Um, so Edel Marsden arrives back into the Ballynoon um, village and she decides that um, she wants to create a new life around her. And we all know postmen are a great form of information. So the local postman informs her that uh, not too far from her is a wonderful um, over 50s group. And, you know, and she should pop down and make friends. So on the day of her heading down to the village hall, she had a, an incident with a not so nice guy and it really kind of left her feeling unnervous. So she gets into the village hall and she learns a little bit more about the guy who she had the incident with. And um, she's found out that that's her neighbor. So the more she's listening through the gossip through these ladies and these ladies thrive in gossip. And there is one particular phrase. Would you like me to tell you what the phrase of, that we in these ladies? We call them the Stitch and Bitch Club. And while they're knitting and stitching, they're bitching about everything. So Edel's 
quickly caught on about these ladies, but at the same time, she's lonely, she knows nobody, so she's really desperate to make friends. So then there is another uh, incident with this gentleman, and she realised that she owes her life to this guy. So things start to move on between and blossom and things like that. And then these ladies keep dropping hints that this gentleman or this guy has got like um, a lady friend, a floozy, and she's realizing they're talking about her. So it's very much how can she have this wonderful budding, blossoming relationship, but then keep this sort of group of ladies who are gossiping all the time. So the book progresses forward and I'm jumping bits here. There is... Uh, one particular bit, which is um, where the lady and the guy nearly gets caught kind of like um, romantically. And that really upsets Adele. And it's to the point that she's not sure whether she should continue with this guy, Martin, or what. But Martin comes with his own set of dark secrets and Adele's got her set of dark secrets. So it's like, who's morally right and who's morally wrong, you know? So um, there's just wonderful events and wonderful experiences that go on throughout the book. I think the last, uh, the second last chapter, I think that's the winter ball. And that's when everything comes together and I think everyone will enjoy that particular chapter because it is brilliant. Well, I say it's brilliant, but um, it's one where there's a lot of fun and there's a lot of little innuendos where people will think back to their teenage days, like dancing around handbags and things. And, uh, the, you know, with the, the DJ and that. So it, it's, it's quite a fun book. Um, it's a book that... Apparently, if you like Fern Britton's uh, Kitty Wilson or Nicola May's books, apparently my book is online with those, you know, it's very easy going because I don't do big words. I hit pick up a book and if I see too many characters, too many big words, then I'm afraid I close the book. So I kept this in mind when I was writing this book, but um I feel that because I've actually experienced the environment of being in an over 50s group, um, I think that, you know, with the ladies' characters, um, I think they come very close to the characters I've met on a daily basis. And I think that's why it kind of made it very easy for me. Um, I had to be careful with some of the Northern Ireland slang words because I thought maybe my outer um, readers may not understand. So I was trying to keep a little bit authentic, but I had to be careful about, you know, how I worded situations. But I did mention the derriere, which I think everybody knows that's your bottom. <laughs> so there is, but there's some cracking little um, giggly moments that, you know, are, are great you know, like um, Irish lace, meaning cobwebs, you know, and things like that. So, um, yeah, so I think it's a bit of a fun read. I think it's one of those that if 
you're on a beach holiday, which hopefully we will all be able to do soon, or a staycation, you know, it's a very, very easy read. And it's one that could probably be read within a matter of two to three days if you're a fast reader, you know. But yeah, it's a fun book. Yes, um, I've read it, so I know and I completely agree with all of them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, did you always want to write? I think, yes. Um, I think from the moment I was learning to write and do joined up writing, um, I remember my very first essay, you know, and then also... Um, I think at school, I was very outgoing with my writing. I was always one of those kids that would sit with the arm around, head down, you know, um, in case it sounded stupid or nobody would understand, you know, because um, my mind was very much um, connecting with, you know, I, how could I put it? Um, I was always like thinking of stories and, you know, and characters and, you know, so my mind was always away with the fairies, as you would say, you know, um, because I was like forming all these things. And I'm always the person that needs to write down, you know, go out shopping, I have my list and I leave somebody a note telling them exactly where I'm going, what I'm doing. You know, I, I just love writing, you know. Um, to be honest, um, I wouldn't be lonely because my head's full of characters and things of, you know, what's happening next, you know, in, in books. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really, you know, I love writing. And I think, it, like going back to the creative writing group I belong to, um, they started me with um, prompts, you know, like word prompts and photo prompts. And oh, my God, I, I was hooked, you know. And I think that's where my mentor said, right, let's get you, you know, started off with these, let's get short stories. And she encouraged me to go and, um, you know, to approach magazines. Well, there was one magazine down based in Dublin, it's called yeah, Woman's right. Way. Unfortunately, they don't do the yes. short stories anymore, but I had four, short stories published with those and two short stories published with um it's an iconic magazine and or sorry in southern ireland but sold all over the north um ireland zone and i was lucky enough to be placed in their um last christmas annual so that was lovely and i actually got paid for those two stories so that was brilliant um during the pandemic i wrote a poem and it got published on a site where the president of Ireland, Michael Higgins, um, he had a poem published there as well. So that was great. You know, and for another writing competition down south and I I was longlisted through the Playhouse in Derry, Londonderry. So, so that was great. So, you know, it's it's strange for over 20 odd years going through lots of rejections and to suddenly, you know, within a space of a year and a half, you know, 
Suddenly everything is great. Yeah. Um, and what made you suddenly decide to join the creative writing and actually sort of try and do it properly? I belong to um, the first creative writing group was the uh, Romantic Novelists Association. They have like a sister group called the New Writing Scheme. And funny enough, it was a girl on social media, an author, and she said, look, this is what I've been doing. And she then taught me about that. So I did that for about four to five years. And then moving to um, Northern Ireland, relocating back here, um, my social media just kind of widened. And there was these local groups and then a friend who's based in County Cork, she's, uh, she's an author of crime and she taught me about the um, uh, writing group, which is the uh, writing, writers, i.e. Uh, Writers Inc. And that's where it's a weekly. So it was great, you know what I mean? And they had a mentor that was um, two mentors. One focused on the writing and the others, the other one focused on your mind, body and spirit. So if you were like feeling a little bit down and you couldn't get back into writing, she would give you exercises to do. And the other mentor that focused on the writing, she was critiquing your work practically each week. So it was great. And the feedback you've got from the rest of the members in the group was tremendous, you know. So it was a lovely close knit family and everyone, you know, urged everyone forward. And that's where I just progressed, you know, from down here up to here. So it was brilliant. It was a terrific platform to belong to, you know, and I would highly recommend them or by joining, you know, something with similar um, creative writing groups. Because to be honest, I wished I'd found something like that much more sooner, you know. I've been struggling. I can see where my um, earlier work was more like essay work and wasn't really, you know, whereas now I'm beginning to understand, you know, the showing, the telling, you know, first person, third person, although I still write in first person. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it's great, you know, and it, it's, um, it's a journey that, you know, I thoroughly enjoy, you know, and rejections aren't that bad, to be honest. You just grow a thicker skin. But no, it, it makes you a better person, I think. You know, it's hard to understand, but unless you've been in that position, you know, it does. You know, you don't cry over them as much, you know what I mean? <laughs> you just think, oh, well, another door will open. And it will open and it does open, you know, so, yeah. Are you always a big reader? Yes, um, I do like reading and I, I'm not a fast reader, you know, um, when I read, I can, you know, I can form the characters and I get visions of what the characters are like, looking like brilliant, you know, and, and I just, I really put myself into it, you know. Um, I have read a few manuscripts belonging to friendships, 
and uh, so their genre is totally different to mine like crime um I recently read one for a friend and oh my god it's amazing you know and even though it's not my genre but I, her characters were just brilliant you know and um I grew up on Catherine Cookston you know me eventually um and uh what was the other one Jilly Cooper um, but my earlier reads were were like you know the Flambards, which was then made into a television program, you know, and um, but yeah, um, and even when I was studying at school, you know, Anna Green Gables, The Diary of Anne Frank, you know, all these books, you know what I mean? They they have lasting effects on you, you know, and so it it was really really you know good. But I I generally like. Um, Things like, um, like say, the Mae Finchley's and also um, Judy Finnegan. Oh, she wrote a stunning book, Eloise. Very haunting. Brilliant. Yes, and, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And um, oh, gosh, my names are going to slip out of my head. There's one called The Island. And I see that Victoria Islop, um, that is a brilliant one. She's brought out a second one, which I haven't read yet. And I've read some of them. Is it Alan Partridge's? I've read one or two of his books, you know, so they're pretty good. And sometimes it's good to read like a man's point of view of writing a romantic y kind of story. And um, yeah, Edwina Curry as well. I read one of hers. Which was quite good. Claude Murphy, Terence, Miles, you know. So, but um, I think um, as for other genres, like you know, um, the historical side, um, I, I haven't really delved into much on that area. You know, but um, as long as it's not like, um, like say, I'm fighting words or I'm fighting the names or too many characters that I have to start writing down who's who so that I don't miss the plot of what's happening. Um, so I'm fine. I enjoy it. I've got about four books stacked up by my bedside, you know. Well, one of them is Stephen King because I do I love his books. So I, that's his writing book. So I I pop in and out of it. You know when I feel I need to have a little check on my writing. And um, but yeah. Um, if you were to be transported into your book, which character would you want to be friends with? Crikey, which one? <gasps> oh. That's a hard one because they're all gossipy. <laughs> um, I think it would have to be Trisha, the farmer's wife, because she's very neutral, you know, and I love the way she walks around with her collars turned up. <laughs> they're very country -fied. So I think it would have to be Trisha, you know, because she's living in a big house and uh, she's living out in the countryside and she's very, very placid and she doesn't like it when the ladies get gossipy. So she kind of gets the tone. Like Laura. Lowers the tone a little bit, you know, keep, you know, on daily basis, but not too much gossipy. But yeah, yeah. 
I think she's got to be the the nicest one. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I could have chosen any of the others now because they're all the same. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I noticed that crafting was quite a big feature in the book. Is that something you do, or is it just something you wrote about? No, I do. Um, I do like crafting, like making the little lavender hearts and things like that. Um, I have it's at the other side of the room, but um, funny enough, a lady at the over 50s group has taught me how to do um, in, like, it's like embroidery. And so I've been doing like my husband's uh, letter of his Christian name and my Christian name. And my sister had one for her birthday. <laughs> so I, I do pick up skills. Crocheting, um, I was taught that earlier. And uh, when I joined the second group, um, I was taught how to do, like, you know, go back into the crocheting again because I forgot the stitches. So they uh, they crochet squares for uh, ladies. Um, uh, it, it's like ladies who are on the next level of moving out of a, their um hostel areas you know and when they're setting up into like um putting their life back together and they they make a parcel up for them and apparently the crochet blankets that get sent over to England to the hostels for the lady uh the ladies is um you know something of their own and they treasure it because they've got nothing so I kind of used the crochet blankets situation but I've then put it into like dogs home or you know like for the rehome of the the greyhounds but greyhounds it's a massive big thing over here in northern ireland for the greyhound racing so um so there's little things like which is true to form to northern ireland that i you know put into the book and um sort of things you know to kind of make it very much to give people the inside of, of how these people live and you know and what their lifestyles are like a little bit and gossip is certainly one <laughs> and food food as well <laughs> that did worry me in case I put too much food into the story <laughs> but uh, hey hope they have to survive you know if they're going to live another day to gossip <laughs> Oh, yeah, I um I knew about uh, greyhound the greyhound problem as well because um I used to be friends with someone that rescued Irish greyhounds um oh, in this country. She used to work for the Greyhound Association, so yeah, she used to have dogs that had a leg missing and scarred and yeah. God knows, but yeah. So oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was interesting. They were beautiful dogs, absolutely beautiful. Loved them um, when she used to walk them. Except sometimes they used to go for my dogs. He's little. <laughs> oh right. right. They had to be taught that he's not a rabbit. <laughs> they can't chase him. Where I'm originally come from, um, a little town called Lurgan. Um, we there's the famous dog, the Master McGrath, you know, and so there's a lovely. I think it's bronze 
which stands in the grounds of Lurgan Castle, Brownlow House, which is two names that they get called. But um, yeah, so that's very much, you know, part of my route. So that's a little bit of me in the book by putting the greyhounds in too. Yeah. Um, are there any secret jokes or messages in there that only a few people will understand? Um, I think some of the ladies from my group would probably know the clapping of the hands because um, the chairperson, the current chairperson of the the ladies over 50s group, that's something that she does to get everyone's attention. So that is definitely one. Um, and I think there's probably some other little ones. Oh yes, the old, nudge nudging of the arms the elbows <laughs> or the look that'll go across the table yeah um <laughs> definitely these are like little secret codes that they have you know and um because i'm not from this particular area um the expression blow in is very much you know used you know so um yeah so th that's they're, they're quite quick on picking up on the blow-ins. So that one is, and um, the talk that was given by the doctor, um, that was an actual talk that was given by one of the um, ladies' relatives, I believe. So, um, but he wasn't a doctor, um, but yeah. And um, I think, uh, yeah, I think, one of my family members will pick up on the brace of uh, pheasants that was hanging on the door. <laughs> they will know who that was. So, yeah. So no, there's lots of little kind of things in there that I think people will kind of, you know, recognise. And I hope they'll still be friends with me afterwards. <laughs> But that's something I found um, that because you're into writing and especially because I, I love writing anything to do with Northern Ireland, you know, to do with the accents, the conversations. I was out shopping with my husband and we were in the supermarket and I heard this conversation going on by two of the sales staff. And on my book that I have my like I had my shopping list, I was there writing down snippets because I thought <laughs> it's class, I must use it, you know, in, I'm sure I could use this expression in somewhere else, you know. So yeah, definitely a people watcher. And um, as soon as I hear just something I, of a sentence, I, I just have to write it down. <laughs> so don't sit next to me. I might be writing something down. <laughs> that is yeah. there. Noted. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so have any of your ladies from the group read it yet then, or have they got to wait until it's officially released? Um, one of the ladies read the first chapter. This is before it's been formatted again and, you know, a little bit has uh, been added to it. And even back then, she said, uh, yes, yeah, she said, I would certainly buy this. And I had no... Um, no idea that it was even going to be sent out anywhere. You know, it wasn't really at that ready stage, you know, to be sending it out. 
So they plagued me that much because they kept saying, what are you doing? Because sometimes I'd be writing, you know, when I was there. And um, so I said, no, here. And so I got it up on my phone and she was sitting reading it. And she thought, yeah, you know, I, I really would read this. And then um, at the other group, there's like a little book club. So one of the ladies there, she was saying, oh, I don't read books with like swear words in it. So I thought, oh, noted, no swear words. So I'm trying to like cater for everybody, you know, when you're writing and that. And um, so, yeah, so it was really good having these two groups that I could balance um, a form of like for the, the manuscript, you know, like I could get a nice equal balance, but I say equal, um, but you know, what people like, what they don't like and try and put it together, you know, and, uh, but yeah, so hopefully the truth will be uh, Friday when the book comes out, <laughs> whether it's Marmite or not Marmite, but um, yeah, you know, so. <laughs> it's hard to let go of it being your book you know because obviously every author loves her book or his book you know but I know you know it depends on what people's tastes are you know so yeah apparently um a lot of because I speak to a lot of authors they say as soon as it's released into the world it's not your book anymore that's it it doesn't belong to you it belongs to everyone yeah. else Exactly. It's a good way, good way of looking yeah. at it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, you have to let it go. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And just hope that uh, the next sibling of, of writing is a little bit, you know, you've learned something, whatever. But everything I think you do with writing, you know, it is a learning curve. You can never say, "That's it. I've I've got a boob. I'm an author." No, you're still that. L plate you're still that learner you know and um, so I'll always be soaking up new knowledge new information and you know learning I mean I've just finished a I, I was lucky to receive a bursary you know so I've just finished a six-week online course and um, you know I, I feel like oh gosh I'm out in the big bad world again you know I and it's like secure when you sit and talk to other writers you do really feel secure and now I've got to go out and do it all on my own you know so it's it's a strange pathway to be on but a lovely one you know I wouldn't change it for the world um if you made lots of author friends yeah I mean on I've, I'm quite friendly with a girl that writes for um, the medical Mills and Boone. And we actually met not long after um, I arrived here in Northern Ireland, another girl from the Romantic Novelists Association. Uh, she put the meeting together and the three of us, we met at Dobie's, um, which isn't too far from my home and the other girl's home. So it was great chatting and, um, she gave us signed copies of her book and she brought a folder of like um, of information, you know, about plotting, planning and, you know, and it was so lovely to sit and to talk. And also with social media and our Zoom and things like that and Skype, 
um, it's very easy to keep in contact with authors, you know. And I think because of um, when I put up that I'd got a publisher and you had like um, authors, you know, who are like, you know, quite high up in the in the ratings, you know, in the sales ratings for their books. And they're like congratulating me and I couldn't get my head around it, you know. <laughs> but I just feel so grateful and I am very, very grateful um, for all this happening around me. And I find that it's a lovely support how someone like that could support a nobody like, you know. So, um, yeah, so it was, it was amazing you know, the support that this um, pathway takes you, you know, and gives you. But, yeah, I mean, um, I did um, Marion Keys on Instagram. She did about four weeks um, of uh, online writing course and her, I mean, she's just amazing and it was so easy to follow and she put everything in like very you know there was no gray areas it's this or this you know and it was so straightforward and I thought my god you know it's amazing the way she put it and describes things and 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 she's a lovely character herself you know she's brilliant so yeah I I find that social media has opened up um, a much easier um place to connect with writing all forms of writing you know and uh, so it is very good yeah and then um, if you had much feedback from readers so far uh not at the moment because tomorrow is when um my blog tour starts and um so it'll be interesting you know i would presume that's when everything will be revealed so it'll be up early tomorrow <laughs> square eyes looking at the um you know the social media um but i have to get my food shopping so um <laughs> so that'll have to wait but yeah so it'll be tomorrow probably um i would imagine receive some feedback from from the um bloggers and things like that you know and so it'll be yeah it'll be good to see what the reactions will be yeah, I'm on that sometime. I don't know. I've got a few coming up. So maybe, yeah, maybe Monday. I'm not sure. <laughs> Lovely. I should find out, actually, Zoe will shout at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a hard no, taskmaster. <laughs> it's it's uh, amazing, like, um, to have all these bloggers, you know, that's going to be sitting there and reading it, you know and um i take my hat off to each and every one of you for doing it you know and because of the different genres and things like that but um it's great for people to have like an feedback so it lets um a reader know well yes it's for me or no it's not for me or or yes i'll i can you know let everyone know, you know, it's a great book or, you know, give a viewpoint on it. So, yeah, you know, I, I think it's a great idea to have bloggers. Yeah, yeah so we'll uh, make sure they're all in line and stuff. So, yeah, you should start getting some uh, lots of feedback, actually, the next few days. <laughs> Look forward to that then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, what's been your favourite moment so far of the whole journey since you started writing this book? Oh, cranky. I think it's got to be um, receiving the email from the publisher. It arrived by tea time. And I saw that there was something on my phone, um, on my hot meal. So I just said to Terry that. You know, thinking it was another rejection. And he goes, um, oh, they liked your chapters. They want to offer you a book deal. And I'm like, what? So I take the back and read this myself. And it was like, wow. It, it was just amazing, you know. Um, very hard to believe. It's like one of those, you don't know, who do I, who do I ring? Who do I tell? You know, and then you Calm down, calm down. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was a, a very surreal moment, you know, to be offered a book. Yeah, one of the best ones. <laughs> Other yeah. than giving birth to my son. <laughs> I better put that in. <laughs> but no, um, it, was, it was very good. Um, if you were able to spend a day with any author, dead or alive, who would you spend a day with? I think it's got to be me eventually. I think she would be brilliant. Um, I think she would um, put my ladies in their corner. Um, but yeah, I think she she would be a terrific person, you know. Um, I would say that she would give me a lot of advice, you know. And um, I think she would kind of like um, come across as a motherly person, you know. And I, I think, you know, she would be someone that you would really enjoy spending time with, you know. And I think we would share like opportunities of, you know, different plots and how we could, I think, be all writing talk. You know, and things like that. <laughs> Forget about the world around us, you know. So, yeah, I think she'd be really good. Um, what do you like to do when you're not writing? Um, I do watch telly. At the moment, we're catching up on lots of, like, Netflix and lots of stuff on Sky. And uh, I do like my reality, you know, my housewives. Um uh, because I think they could be future characters somewhere in my books, you know, at a later stage. Um, so yeah, yeah, I do like that. The news, I kind of depend about, you know, uh, but I don't constantly watch the news, you know what I mean? Um, I want to have like, brighter things in my life, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, now and again, you know, the usual like, uh, so you know Emmerdale definitely a big fan of Emmerdale you know things like that and uh, you know, yeah. um, I like to watch, like crime stories, you know um, I think watching them I can get into them I can see the characters their 
and yeah. I, I do like a, a nice movie as well. You know, you know, I do love watching the old movies. It's pretty fun there. Yeah, you can't go wrong with them. I've watched some of them so many times, and they just don't oh, get bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I never, never get bored. And my my all time favorite is Lost Boys. You know, I think I'm so iconic. I do love that movie. <laughs> and each time I'm outside at night time and my wind chimes start to blow, I'm like, oh my God, quick girls, come on, time to come in. And the dogs. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, if you were to invite four famous people to a dinner party, who would you invite? Oh, crikey. Um, this keeps changing who who I'd like to invite I don't know why but I've just got Victoria Wood I think she would be really good and I think you know she would be great Patrick Swayze definitely you know. I think Graham Norton as well I think he can bitch but he can also be funny with it you know he'd be really good and let's see yeah I think Marion Keys as well I think she'd be she'd be really good so I think I'd be sitting with lovely quirky people you know and I think the atmosphere would be full of laughter you know um and I think the company would be really good yeah yeah that that would be one I would like to come gate crash actually that sounds like oh. loads of fun <laughs> you're more than welcome <laughs> nice. only one person has ever wanted me that's it just one person oh. <laughs> I'm not offended. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, you can come anytime at all, Donna. <laughs> oh, this is see. This is why I have a reputation as being a stalker. So I'm just going to turn up anyway. <laughs> I as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't really. <laughs> Although um, there's an author called Alan Gorovan who lives in Ireland, so I'd quite like to meet him. So. If I came over, then I'd just, you know, do a detour. I'd just, just travel around and meet all the Irish authors. Yes, no problem at all. No problem at all. I'll put you in the attic. Make sure you don't come in the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the cold. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, who was your first celebrity crush? Oh, crikey. Um now you've caught me on the hop <laughs> um I think it's got to be I'm really going to show my age um I think it was David Cassidy around that sort of era you know um I think he got lovely eyes and I I always watched the Partridge family anyway you know so yeah yeah and Davy Jones out of the monkeys I say I have to there was never just one I think there was I was keeping my options open there would have been a few <laughs> uh, both very popular choices and not the first time that they've been yeah. mentioned yeah both wow. of them yeah especially David Casty quite oh. frequently actually comes up so yeah. you weren't alone <laughs> yeah no no um I mean he, he's just so lovely you know I'm trying to think now what his father's name was he was famous too, David Cassidy's father. The cute music behind it as well. So yeah. Um, are you working on anything at the moment and what's coming next for you? 
Um, I've just got my edits back from my freelance editor um, who did a cracking first round edit on um, a lovely little story um, based in Spain, but I've chosen the character to come from Dublin uh, and uh, she's lovely. And um, it's again, uh, women's fiction and it's a lady on a journey. It's crossed between educating Rita and, oh gosh, now the name, the other name's gone out of my head. Um, the one that talks to the wall, uh, oh gosh, uh, that movie. Um, I know which one you mean as well, and I can't think what it is. Brick Island one. Yeah, Molly. I've seen it loads of times as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a lady, again, you know, it's... Um, She's based in her 40s and uh, she's had this incredible journey sort of thing, you know, um, a husband not to trust, let her down. And now she's been offered a new uh, lifeline to Upsticks go to Spain and she's got no money, but somehow money comes into her pathway, opportunities just roll on. And she's got this kind of, um, I based him on Poldark, uh, the guy, um, you know who I mean, Turner? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when, I look my, when I'm writing about this character, I just see Poldark in front of me. And uh, yeah, so she's totally <laughs> in love with, well, uh, not love them at the moment. I have got a psychic in that one. Uh, so with a predictive reading in that one. Um, but yeah, it's um, again, it's it's lovely. Um, so that just needs re-editing a few times, going over beta reader, you know. And then I've got a potential um, se uh, second part of the Ballynoon that could come out, but it depends on my publishers what they think about that. I'm also working on a Christmas story as well, based in Northern Ireland, to do with a pub. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, Shirley Valentine is the film. Shirley Valentine. It came to me, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Shirley Valentine versus Educating Rita. Um, so that's good. I don't have a dog in that one, but I've got a cat called Shamrock. Stray. <laughs> which becomes a, her rehome cat. But yeah, um, so that's what I've got on the go at the moment. So pretty full on, you know, um, with the writing. So, you know, so that's good. Well, I say that's good. Um, yeah, I think it, it was good to have a, a freelance editor come on board because um, he's male and his you know his insight up to the story was so incredible and when he had finished it he said oh my god reading your book has made me I want to contact my nephew in Spain and go and have a holiday there with him <laughs> you know Aww. because he said the way he described things and you know he said uh, yeah it really made me think I ought to be connecting with him and you know so that was good <laughs> Oh yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> oh yeah, but 
yeah, ideas are always popping, you know, uh, in my mind. I seem to get ideas for titles and then I kind of do a synopsis. And then from that, I then plot out and, you know, and I have notebooks. At, well, my friend who writes the Mills, the medical Mills and Boone, she told us to, you know, put everything into a notebook. So I've got a collection of notebooks waiting to just have words put into them. So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I have any more questions for you unless you think there's anything I haven't asked you that you want to tell us. Uh, no, I'm I'm happy if you're happy. And uh, I just want to say thank you very much for this in, for the chance for the interview. And a big thank you to my publishers at Spellbound and for Zoe of... Um, the zoo tours, blog tours. And a big thank you for everyone who's gone out and pre-ordered and hopefully will be purchasing the book at the later stage and for my family and uh, my friendships. And for everyone who's helped me to get where I am today with, the, with my first book being published. Um, and you just want to show us again and tell us where we can find it and when it's out. <laughs> just yeah. remind us. Yeah, that's the cover of the book, The Valley Noon Friendship Circle. And you can pre-order it on Amazon. And the book comes out on this Friday, Friday the 21st of May. And where can people find out more about you? Um, I'm actually on Facebook of uh, Pauline Morgan author and I'm on Twitter as well uh, as Pauline Morgan and on Instagram as Pauline Morgan author, aspiring author, I believe. And also I'm on LinkedIn as Pauline Morgan. I think my um, most of the profile pictures will probably have Ballymoon, Bally uh, the Ballymoon Friendship Circle <laughs> logo. Um, I think I've bombarded those social medias with them, but yeah. Awesome. Well, that's it. Thank you very much. <laughs> and thank you for having me.